Welcome to another episode of Who Made That Song podcast. This podcast aims to shine the spotlight on the people behind the creation of a song. The people who make a song. I'm your host, David Rotimi, and I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed creating it. So, yeah, I was saying that we stopped where we were talking about, like, um, Pop Boys and your breakout single, Don Did It. So, I wanted to know why you decided to bring Harry into the picture. Um, It was just like, it was just a collaborative thought, to be fair. It wasn't anything um, deep. I think when myself and... Um, hyperactive kid. That's a, a one of my bros, producer and pop boys. So uh, we made the we made the song in Birmingham, and then Harry, just one of those people I always send out my stuff to to listen. So I sent it to him. This was before I knew I was gonna have guitars on it, definitely. So without the guitars, and Harry added some like textures, some like. Ear candy type of like melodies. Um, so without just imagine without the guitars and some of the things, some of the textures, the song sounded like a little bit bare. So Harry had ideas for that. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I might have the videos, maybe not the actual ones. Oh, fine. Um, so uh, then I sent it to Harry. Harry was like, he has ideas. Then he played the ideas. I liked. I liked. I liked it, like all the ideas they had, they put it there. I liked it. Then it was like, he thinks the song should just remain without his additions. And I was like, oh man, I like what you added. <laughs> and then I'll use it. So yeah, that was how Harry came into the picture, really. So have you known Harry for a while now? Or... Um, I've known Harry for a long time, but we started talking more, I think, over a year now, yeah, we've been close on top. Um, were you on yeah. a, um, AU's A Universe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you? Are you? Oh, okay, so that's, that's, that's the point. Okay, because I never knew actually. Are you? Yeah. So talk yeah. to me about that because I think that project was like one of the best things to come out in 2020. And funny enough, a lot of people don't know about it, which is quite surprising. But bro, I listened to that album and it's one of those albums where I can say I didn't um skip anything from like beginning to end. So talk to me about like that link up and how it happened. Um are you I think I met are you probably he reached out through Twitter, but I'm sure he's had my stuff from YP and them lot. So um Cocaine was also produced by Hyperactive Kid. He had the initial idea of just, um, are you just reached out to me? It was like, he had a couple of songs he wanted me to work on. So I just picked out um, the ones I liked or I felt like um, I had ideas for. So Cocaine, which was me and Hyperactive Kid, happened to be um, one of them. Before that, uh, I worked on his Mango Juice and bad decisions. Yeah, I remember yeah, that project yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. What what song did yeah, you do yeah. on there again? The one with Higo. Uh pull up. Yeah. Pull up, pull up. 
Uh, I remember it's. Um, we have this I did. I did. I did something on pull up as well. Okay. But it was just it was minor, but um, myself and Higo did yeah, exactly. I knew it was you. Co produce um into you. Yeah. Yeah, into you. You. I think there was this um little um, let's say interpolation of like a melody from one of these old songs, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That. That. I think that was really good. That was really good. Big ups yeah. to you. Are you? Are you? Are you? No, no, I have like serious respect for him after, especially yeah. after um, a universe. Because um, right now on my Apple Music, till now, there's this song that um, Zoe did, um, Gawu. That song is like my top five yeah. most played <laughs> songs. Because, bro, when I found that project, that was like the only thing I was listening to at that point. Yeah, it's so to. good. That's and I think, I think people should actually check it out. Like, from stuff with Teiwa to. Um, um, Don Corleone. There's a lot of good songs on there, and yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Now let's go to the final, like let's say your most recent um major hits that I'm sure a lot of people would know about because the song was a pretty um banging song, especially in Nigeria. Because I mean, I'm here, so I can tell you that it really went viral. You so produced bro, um the song with Mr. Easy. Where you? Uh, oh, 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 I can't remember oh, the name right now. What's you be mad? You be mad, yes. So, Mr. Easy's last project, uh, you produced, you co-produced with KLP, which is also quite huge because KLP is like one of the biggest producers to come out of Nigeria, and you produced, yeah. um, you co-produced Ibi Mad with KLP for Mr. Easy. Um, yeah. talk to me about what led up to, um that situation, how it got initiated, who started it, and all of that? Um, so, my link up with Easy was basically through Bobson. Um, so, um, the people who had Chimasun by myself, Azanti and YP. So, Chimasun, um, when, when we made Chimasun, um, initially I wanted it for myself. Um, it was just a Zanti on it. That song, the original song with some other beats. Um, then um Azanti didn't get back to me quickly. Then I, I had already sold the beats. And then he was now sending me the song he recorded on the beat. I was like, yo, I just saw this beat literally last week. Um because artists do that stuff, isn't it? So I was like, I like the song, but <laughs> I like the song, but I might have to remake it. So I remade the beat. Uh, it was actually sounding, it was sounding better than the, than the first one. Even though like both versions are like very distinct, and like the song is just good on its own, you know. And then like, because it was my project, I was like thinking like, yo, I need to really put the song out there. I need people to help me. Who should I reach out to? This and that. So I knew Bobson had a connection easy. So I messaged Bobs and I was like, yo man, um, can you send this to Easy and let me know what he thinks? So Bobson was like, yeah, cool. So he sent it. Um and reminiscing about the whiskey stuff, like I literally wasn't really <laughs> yeah, looking forward to hearing yeah, yeah. back hearing back from Easy. So and funny enough, like I didn't hear back until like one month. 
one morning I just woke up, Boston just sent me a screenshot of like him and Easy's chat. Easy didn't listen to the song until like a month after. And it was like, yo, oh, who is this on the song? Um, who produced this as well? Because my tag is not on it. And then Bobson was like, oh, it's Daylon and Mizanti. So Bobson gave him, I think Bobson gave him my number or mail. I don't even know. But anyways, reached out to Easy. Um, yeah, it was really bigging me up, bigging me as auntie up, and then um, YP as well, because he then found out about um, the three of us. So um, we hopped on several calls, and then after that, me and Easy, I was um, we worked on like we worked on a few songs. Nice. Ibi Mad was part of them. Um, I really don't know what happened to the other ones. So considering I lost I lost some of my files and I recently just lost my files again. Um, sorry. That's that's is, pretty yeah. worst nightmare. Yeah, it was freaking hectic at this point and I don't even know how to react anymore. But yeah, um that was that was basically how myself and Easy Link Up was. And um when it be mad happened, um I wrote some I wrote some lines on the song as well. Oh then nice. Easy was like because uh, I done the like the the original demo, then Easy was like um he would like to send it out to maybe Kelpie or someone else. And then he sent it to Kelpie and that's how the whole um song came out. Kelpie did the highlight in and then the song the song was sounding how easy he wanted it to sound, so yeah. Man, that's that's amazing. So Azanti has um writing credits on the song. No, no, I do. Okay, just that's nice. That's nice. Amazing. I, mean, I think everybody, yeah. if you haven't heard the song, uh, you should really go check it out now. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's a vibe, um, bro. I'm telling you, that was like the biggest song on that project. I can tell you that for sure, because that song was everywhere. In, at least from a Nigerian yeah. perspective, I can definitely tell you that. Big ups to you, man. And we're definitely looking forward yeah. to the other things um, you and Easy have, hopefully. Hopefully. Because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. And <laughs> I, also, I also have, like, mad respect for Easy because he's, he's someone that takes, like, the business side of things very seriously. So, I mean, look at him immediately mm. asking Bobson, like, who produced this, who... Who is the person like yeah, yeah. and wanted to get in touch with like the people that did the whole like um original work and that's amazing yeah. and that's also good publishing money for you too <laughs> so you <guys> <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be fair like I, I think I tweeted some time like months ago like Jimasu done a lot that in my sim like if you go online oh, wow. or this thing like the numbers don't really say it as much because. Literally, like from Jimasu, like Azanti connected to this was bef- way before it was released. Like, as I said, is it the song? The song has already been released to you know fellow <laughs> professionals, colleagues. Like, bro, that's had different people reaching out to us, um, mostly to Azanti. So that's I had that's a few people reach out to me. Yeah, so Azanti has got like a lot of spotlight, and that's why you see a lot of like you know, big people in the industry as well um, on his page. 
I haven't even noticed that. From, I'll go check that right now. From that link up. Yeah, from that link up and stuff he done as a follow-up, you know. I'm hopping on other stuff from them. And, you know, really, really showing them, like, this is what he's on about. The future is really looking, like, bright for us, auntie, And I'm honestly really excited for him because, I mean, he just came from nowhere and he's turning, like, the whole music space upside down. And he's only 18. So he's giving me, like, that Rema... 17. Oh, he's still 17? Because I thought he would have turned 18 by now. That's why I said that, actually. He recently <laughs> just turned 17. Oh, he was wow. 16 all along. Can you imagine? Yeah. So were you, like, part of, like, the whole crew that found him, or was he just YP? Nah, it was just, it was just YP. Um, apparently... Uh, one of YP's guy in Birmingham, because his auntie has been sending YP mails, um, a year prior to <laughs> the, almost a year before they finally spoke. So, um, so the guy came and just told YP, "Oh, brother, this guy, has auntie, this and that, um, Sekima has been sending emails for the longest, blah blah blah." YP didn't really follow up immediately, but when he had his time, checked it and. I think he really liked what his auntie was doing. So he, he brought back to his auntie, reached out, and then there's this group chat we're all on. Um, myself, Johnson, Zoe, BTG, um, Bawa, um, and I packed his kids were all in there. And then he added his auntie there, and then he also messaged me privately saying um, he's going to add this new kid he just found um, to the group chat, uh, which is, you know, Send the guy beats, develop him, not him and stuff. And me, I won't lie, I don't really um, I don't really jump on stuff like that. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really just chill and actually just see how what the goes. person is like. So yeah. yeah. Um I didn't send his auntie nothing until I actually had something from him. Which, which is fair, which <laughs> it is it wasn't fair. like it's yeah, yeah, fair. it's fair, but yeah, it wasn't like I I don't know how to explain it, but it wasn't like you didn't believe um, in him. You just needed to see maybe what. He yeah, was yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like and you didn't want I, to I be really, one. I wanted to test, <laughs> test with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I just wanted to like know his sound and just and I'd never heard how it sounded, to be honest with you. So when I started sending him it was the um, so the Maria song, the YP has yeah um, was initially my own song. That I did with um Tenera and Azanti. So I made the beat initially for a female artist to jump on and maybe Tenero. So I reached out to a female artist. She was like, it's not really her vibe. So I just sent it out to Tenero. Tenero, she did this thing. I really trusted Tenero. So Tenero done the first verse and he was, I think he said, struggling for the second verse. And I was like, this was after YP had been produced with Azanti. I was like, yo, there's this new kid. He just found his auntie that the guy is dope. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, why you just tell me about the guy? Like, the way Tonero was hyping him, like, <laughs> was like, bro, this guy is, like, super good, effing good, this and that. Me, I was just chill. And was like, bro, if you hear what this guy has done in the song, and then Tonero found Tonero sent it to me. I listened, like, I was actually blown away. And then his auntie sent it to the group chat. I was like, okay, cool. And then from there, I started sending them stuff. 
That's amazing. And um, for people listening at the point where we're recording this pod, Azanti's new EP has dropped. I think you should definitely go check yeah. it out and check Executive out. produced by myself. Oh, really? I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I... Do give away, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, mix and mastered most of the songs on it. Yeah, except that's one. Like that's, 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 that's big. Uh, we're going to talk about you mixing. I don't know why you're trying to encroach into our space uh, as mixing engineers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I'm also really surprised that um, Azante reached out to Psycho YP because um, I would expect like someone that does the kind of thing Azante does, like singing, to reach out to maybe someone that does something similar. But YP is a trap off, for goodness sake. So I'm wondering why yeah. you reached out. But like the... I don't think he could have reached out to someone better because the way YP is even taking him, like carrying him on his head and like pushing him. Um, I'm excited to see like the big things they're going to do later on. Yeah. And um, I think because Azanti is from Abuja as well, so oh yeah, YP is like a thing supporting. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's far. It's probably the only person I'm sure who see other people's inspiration. But in that city, YP is probably number one on his list in terms of like. Um, do you know if YP is like looking to start like a label kind of thing soon or something of that I nature? That's, that's for Apex. That's for Apex. Really. Okay, so I was gonna talk about Apex because I mean I see Apex Village everywhere. So is this, could, could you? Is there anything you could speak um about for um, Apex Village? Just what do so, you want to? What do you want to know? I mean, I am affiliated. I'm not, um, I, I don't know what not, they do, uh, basically. I'm like in the wind. I just okay. know that they post a lot of stuff for YP and like people is connected. But what, what exactly is Apex Village? For people that so, want to also. It's, it's like a collective, but um, I, it's a, I think it's a collective and a label as well, um, or a collective turned label. Not really sure if it's, you know. Um, them lot, YP them would be the best people to explain. But I'm sure I'm not. I'm not that far off. So. Yeah. Um. For the group of rappers, the group of rappers, which a chunk of them are from Abuja, and I think one person is based here who's Pablo. I think the rest of them are from Abuja, hence the name Apex. Um. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, so there's Ayu, there's YP, there's Zilla, there's um, Ayu, Zilla, Pablo, Pudi, um, there's Aaron, yeah, and yeah, Azanti now is part, part of them. And then they have other people as well, like um, they have Cindy, who's the manager, they have Prof, yeah. Mari. Um, who's the manager as well? They have Trio Max, who's like the content guy, um, operation guy. He does a lot, he does a lot for them. And so it's like a full fledged well. like establishment, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's mad, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, quickly, I just remembered something now. So, a few, let's say, months ago, I saw, um, pictures of you and kids Ernie with um, Missy. So what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> Just so you know, I'm following your every move. <laughs> <laughs> you really are, man. Bro, what, what, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with that? Um, 
Pizani is a his niece's producer and a, and a, a good friend as well. So he recently just moved to UK, I think, about a year ago. And um, cause his niece's producer, he brought, he brought me along. And uh, myself and Nisi have been working. We've worked on a few songs, but we just want to keep working because Nisi is very, very particular about how she wants to sound and how a certain project wants to sound. So um, working with Nisi needs a lot uh there's a lot of time you need a lot of attention so you really don't waste your time doing what um she probably is not digging like you really need to hit the nail on the head which um it's a bit of a task and um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a challenge like i'm ready to take on because once i could do that i feel like then um i probably could you know, step into any room and knock stuff off. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. I didn't even know um, her last single, Move Times Two, was produced by Kizani. So randomly, I just, because I thought Kizani was just like an artist. And um, I. Yeah, was an artist and a producer. I did, and I think an engineer also, uh, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So I just randomly um, Googled who produced, because I like to like check for credits and like, know people yeah. behind stuff and google brings up his earning like in large fonts so if you if you literally go, <laughs> bro i kid you, i'm not kidding you like if you literally if you if you google um Nisi, yeah who produced nisi move times two or something like that something of that nature just brings out his earning like boom and i'm like whoa i had i went to follow him like straight up yeah, and yeah i had yeah. listened Same to up. like <laughs> yeah so i listened to his i also listened to his um Last, um, where I call it EP, but uh, he dropped like two singles, and I really liked um, for days that he did. I think it was so that also produced that yeah. too. So, uh, um, he's someone I'm looking to probably. So, he's got to. something with YP coming as well soon. Yeah, uh, so. freaking, freaking smart on the video. <laughs> so clean, bro. Yeah, I, I think I'll let's let I'll, I'll save that for him. I think they posted, I think they posted a sneaker. Oh, really? <laughs> when was that? I missed it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I missed that. I'll, I'll go look out for that too. But yeah, um, so when I saw you guys in like this big studio and stuff, I was like, okay, you guys are, <laughs> you guys are executing doings. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely looking forward yeah, to that. the doings flourish, man. Bro, yeah, man. man, same, man. So um, you spoke about your one of your songs that you produced also, um, Maria. And recently, I've noticed that like you've been, should I say, you're, okay, you're not sampling, but like you're drawing a lot of inspiration from like all these songs. So like yeah. from like the Aaliyah era, from like people like Sean Paul, all those kind of like mm -hmm. um, classics that people yeah. know about. So what's up with like you and like, Drawing inspiration from all of that. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I actually yeah. like it. Funny enough, yeah. I like because um, I, I think I told you like when, or I think I put it on my stories one time. Like once people are able to like pick like an element of familiarity in like yeah. a song, it just sticks more. So can you tell me yeah, more about it? Yeah, it gets like, across quickly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess like so. This is how I did. Um, now that you're asking the question, so over the years, I've been trying to find my sound, found my sound. Um, 
really uh really owns that sound i found and now it's just about um taking things uh up a notch so by that i just have to find ways to um develop myself and it's just the thing about now i have all this experience and now i just feel like i could do whatever i want to do musically so now it's just like really like now i am all the stuff i listened to when i was a kid subconsciously a lot of them are now pouring out way more than ever now in my head so um like i said alia shampoo um a lot of people wouldn't like this but it was someone i listened to growing up i think everyone listened to him Uh, I knew you were going there. Um, yeah. Um like yeah, everyone listened to him. Um like say unfortunately it tells them my music in terms of like the R and B, the progression. Yeah. Um moving on from the uh Michael Jackson, Craig David. Craig David, yeah. Those are like huge classics. Yeah, um, wife of Jen, Asha, Joe, uh, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> Way back. <laughs> yeah, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, we have the Star Plus. We have, um, Coldplay, Tijiano, Only Maintain, The Band. Don Jazzy, uh, Amikuti, Ben Fela, Ben Whiskey, and Two Face, um, Burner Boy. Uh, yeah, there's real people like people like Akon. Uh, I listen to like when I'm in listen to them like <laughs> I listen to their <laughs> I mean... stuff. Yeah. Like cuz my uncle, I grew up in my I grew up in my granddad's house. So my uncle, them lot, my aunt were around my age, probably a little bit older when I was growing up there. So that was what they were able to listen to and cuz my granddad then was very 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 rich so like they were the real cool kids. They had <laughs> access to they, yeah, they had access to music uh like probably like the average Nigerian would listen to because we listen to our local stuff. Yeah. So they had a lot of international technology. Like really helped me. I remember coming back from that primary school. So that was all I used to, you know, in the house. All I actually wanted to listen to. And that as well, in terms of like um let's say my groove in African rhythm. I think Aurelo plays, yeah. Aurelo plays a lot. Of it tells, it tells, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plays, bro, if, 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 if I was playing Aurelo and you changed it, bro, like the whole house is going bonkers, bro. <laughs> bro. I, I, I think uh, I kind of have like the same experiences too because while, while growing up, I had like some cousins living with me and a lot of my musical influences now uh come from like the kind of music they used to play so 
The reason why I listen to Michael yeah. Jackson now is because I had cousins that used to listen to them. Literally, bro. Yeah, and my dad All the was, subconscious stuff. Like, yo, and we never, I never liked those songs then, but constantly, enough, yeah, yeah, they just stuck on me. My dad was a big Dave Cause guy, um, El Clue, like all the jazz. Yanni, my dad used to yeah. listen to a lot of Yanni. And that's why I like like a lot of stuff like that today. So sometimes I even see myself like making melodies, and I know I've heard these melodies somewhere, but I I can't somewhere. just place yeah, it. But you can. Yeah. yeah, but I know it's. I wish I wish I wish I listened to Dad's brain up, bro. I, I, I think you should start like from Dave because if you want to like dive into it. Uh, I also I like, the, the only the only bit of jazz I probably listened to was Fella and. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I think it's like a general producer thing. Even some like weird um, Dolly Parton, like some of these weird R&B people from like way back. I used to listen, to, I used, I was forced to listen to them because obviously I can't change what my cousins were listening to. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, listening, they're listening to what they're feeling. So you just have to soak it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's 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 good. Um, So I quickly want to talk about like, little bit of business because I, I know I know you said you're not like the very best in this book. I just want yeah. to get like perspective from you. So um you said that the first beat you sold to white people was like 30 pounds and all of that. So um, <laughs> which is fair because Harry told me the first beat he he, he sold was seven thousand naira. <laughs> so, so, so it's 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 it makes sense. Uh, it depends on the exchange rate you want to look at, bro, because the exchange rate is taking a beating now. It's taking a beating now. Yeah, I think it's... I think at that time it was still like 500. Uh, I think it might even have been less. Let's see. Let's just say 400. So that was like 12K. So almost like... And Harry said he was charging like 15K for mixes. So kind of like the same range. But what, Harry is a, a big one. But what I even want to know is at that point, were you like aware of stuff like speech sheets? And if you were, were you? Oh, so from the way you laughed, I I already know the answer to that. (laughs) But yeah, don't kill me. What is this? What is this split sheet? (laughs) So at what point did you? It's all that said split sheet to me at that point. Like all the stuff was ridiculous. Like I literally would have. Talking about splitting the shit, which would be very, Bro, very don't kill me. Like, like, <laughs> like, like. So, at what point did you now become aware of like the business side of things? Uh, probably twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's maybe a year or two after. So so how did you yeah, how did you come about that? Um I don't know. I think I probably would have seen like a YouTube video or an Instagram video. I literally I literally don't know. <laughs> no, I think it might be from it might be from Higo actually. Higo doesn't play with his money yeah, or bro. <laughs> I trust him. I think I think that was the first person. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the first person I met. It was always about oh, um, something, something percentage, this and this. So yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm guessing right now, like you have all of that sorted out, and um, you're not missing out on anything you're supposed to be getting. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I trust you. I mean, like, uh, yeah, the movement, everything is so tough. But starting off, like, like, just to, I don't know who might be listening to this. So, in this, the way I say it's, is, and even moving on, that's how, that's how I'm going to say every situation you think of, like, the best way you can leverage from it. Um, sometimes it might not be the money. Sometimes it might just be the connection, depending on um, how huge whoever you're working with is. Like, the favor and return can be very huge for you. Um, sometimes it might just be, you know, just take, just take a full fee and don't bother about, like, royalties. But um, you can still get your publishing because in terms, in case of any awards or something, pay your credit, pay your publishing, so you don't miss out on that. But maybe on like um, um, streaming, you might just take your money and leave the streaming pops to look. So it all depends. Yeah, it all depends. And when I started off, like I said, I didn't know much about streaming, um, split it and stuff. I literally would just charge you um, a flat fee. <laughs> literally would just charge you a flat fee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is which yeah. is actually probably what most of us did. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm just really yeah. which is part of why like part of like the aims of this podcast to make more people aware of that. So in as much yeah. as I think um, I think then if you have like if you have a lot if you have a, a lot of entertainment lawyers on this podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Um I also I spoke with like one of the um top Entertainment lawyers in Nigeria last What's week. What's his name? Um, Akinyemi Law. You, sh- you might have oh, probably yeah, 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 seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's um, he's um, um, he, I funny enough, <laughs> the story of how I met him. I met him when while he was jogging, like in the morning, on one of the days when I was going <laughs> to work. <laughs> it was crazy, <laughs> and I knew that I had seen this face somewhere. So I just like politely like stopped him and just asked him, "What are you this?" And He's been very like um, supportive of like the whole movement for this because he's also like a big pioneer for like songwriters and making sure like everything they're supposed to be getting is like intact. And I'm looking to get like more mm-hmm. lawyers to because I mean all these things are things people pay them for consultation for. So obviously I don't expect them to come here and like spill all the beans, but at least for people yeah. to like get the foundation of things to. Get, get the ball rolling and then maybe take a step further and contact them for consultations, I think would be very important. So yeah, I spoke to him. Even the conversation was also quite long and I didn't want to keep him because obviously he's a very busy man, but he might come back yeah. later on for like another episode and stuff. But yeah, um, um, I'm just happy like all the people I've spoken to so far have or have their business intact, whether they're doing it themselves or like they have like a team running it for them. So that's 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 good. So off the creative stuff right now, because if you want to keep talking about creative stuff, we could go on and on. Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy <laughs> talking about creative stuff, but on the music, but on the business side. Oh, for yeah. sure, it's every um, producers or like creative persons what what stuff to talk about. But recently, <laughs> recently you started um, mixing a lot of stuff you do. So why did you why did you encroach into that space? What what led to that? Um, 
okay. I mean, I've always, I've always wanted to learn how to make a marker at some point. Um, but then I noticed always sending out my, when I send out like demos to people and like, I don't even do like really much mixing and stuff. We just level it and this and send out to people and they'll be like, oh, like, I like how this makes sound. <laughs> or oh, bro, you know how to mix. I'm like in my head, like bro, I'm literally not like <laughs> do anything. <laughs> yeah, I literally didn't do anything. I guess I'm just because I'm a very picky person in nature, and it tells on my music. So like, I don't just want to use anything. If I'm using anything at that point, I know like I'm gonna change it. I already know what I'm gonna change. So in terms of selecting my kick sample or my snare sample, I could be deaf or AD. Or getting it to sound like <laughs> how I want it to sound. Yeah. Because like I'm I'm very, very picky. And at the end of the day, as time evolves, like then you really, really solidify it. So when I was getting that feedback, I think I got I got a feedback from Harry was like, bro, like you can mix. And like I wasn't even mixing there. And I knew Harry mixes. So in my head, I'm like, ah, uh, like if, if Someone like this could say it. So that just changed me to just get a lot of wave stuff. And I've always wanted my stuff to sound a particular way. I mean, several people have engineered uh, my other stuff and it came out decent, maybe because um, I already, like, I just literally sent them a wave file of the beats myself and maybe there's not too much changes and things like that. So I'm always fine with it. For um for the past year, I've been very very deep into mixing. I'm not the greatest at it, but I think I'm doing I'm doing okay for um, myself within a year and uh, um with what I have to work with. And yeah, it's helped me really train my ears. Like I'm paying a lot more attention to detail. Everything is making sense to me. Mm, yeah. Um sound wise where it seems to be and now like i can't really listen to a song if the mix is not is really yeah, the it always not... it always affects <laughs> once you start mixing yeah if, if the mix is not yeah if the mix is not sounding right like but i just feel like bro a song a song can be maybe not the most mind wow blowing song but it's the kick and everything the drum and the vocals are like Doing what they're supposed to do. Like, I'll actually listen to that song more than maybe a really good song that has a very poor mix. Yeah, that's that's nice. And um, de- definitely, you're also getting like a lot of income on that side too. So, I want to talk about like pricing and um, definitely over over the years, like your price has had to increase. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. you work with. I don't want to imagine how much you charge easy, but maybe off the podcast, you let me know. <laughs> but yeah, how? Because I, I also understand. <laughs> understand that funny, but that's how. I don't like the sound of that, but no, Allah. <laughs> <We've moved. laughs> well, I, I mean, it's not. It's not like my prize has been turned up, but yeah. So I asked Harry, like, definitely. It's a normal thing. When people hear that the prices of stuff go up, they tend to like withdraw. 
So how have you been able to like deal with that and not also lose like clients and just like what 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 has your like price increase resulted in over the years? Price increases literally just made me know work with everyone like that. So like if you actually want to work with me, like if you want to pay it, then you actually work with me. So it's filtered out a lot of um, work I didn't be doing or wouldn't be doing. Um, so yeah, like, and also like I'm really, really busy. I got a professional work as well. So like, if you can't afford it, bro, like I literally just say in the most polite way, like that's calm. Um, whenever you can afford it, like hit me up and hopefully you could afford the price maybe by the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will get you will get there. But um yeah, it just it literally just helped me shoot out a lot of people. I think because my work my work rates is actually I think my work rate is insane. Um, bro, you do a lot. <laughs> you do. Yeah, a I think I, I think I think I do a lot, and I don't. The, the thing is, I don't realize how much I, I'm doing because I just keep doing them. You know, like, uh, you're probably I mean, used to really, it now. Yeah, like, and I'm like, I'm just doing it without really thinking, and then all of a sudden there will be a phase where like most of the stuff I worked for months ago, like all of them are now dropping here and there. And then that's when, like, I know every every year since I started producing, or since I had my first um official single, maybe for someone now, I think the least I've ever produced in a calendar year is probably like four songs. That's mad. Yeah, I, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that has a lot to do with my work rates. Doing this and that for people, like I said, not realizing um, how much I am doing them, or just me being able to move on quickly. Like the stuff I done yesterday, and if I'm listening today, I could like my growth. I think my growth is one thing that I'm thankful for is how well I could identify the mistakes of yesterday by the time it's tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Like constant improvement is very important. Very important. So would you say like the music has been like um, profitable for you over the years? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It has. It has. But um, it's not like uh, it hasn't been profitable. It hasn't been life-changing profitable if it makes sense. Mm, Fair. Um, so you still yeah. have to combine combine it with some other source of income. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 100. that definitely. I will think. I will think. At the point, at the point of when I'm very, very mainstream, yeah, it will be life changing. But could it sustain that life changing if I don't put it into other things? Not sure. Not sure. So, um, I think having. Combining it with different things is something that I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life, I guess. That's, that's nice, because this perfectly leads to the like last set of things I want to talk about. So um, just give me a one-word answer. How long do you think you can do this for? Eternity. 
Okay, but so for people that don't know, you also have a nine to five. And if I'm not mistaken, you are like in the medical field, right? Health, health. Health, health okay. okay. Health, sector, yeah. health sector. So talk to me about that. Um, that's, is that what you studied in like school or I don't know? How did you get into that? And what, what is it like combining your producer life with like that aspect of your life? Because you also mentioned that you mixed like a whole part of Azanti's project at work. So I don't know, maybe you're like... Um, I, do, I do a lot of stuff. Like, you know. Then I don't know, have you also been involved in like the COVID um, thing? But like, yeah. like as a first um, responder, like in the yeah. health... Uh, so just give me a rundown of like your, um, your professional life as a health worker. Um, so I do, I do support work um, for my parents' company and uh, I manage it for them as well. I do like the operations management. Um, I, I got like two jobs. And then the other one is a healthcare assistant, which I do um, back in Bristol. So I work for my parents in London. I'll be down in Bristol. Um, so I shuttle between them two um, oftentimes, not every week, but of course, sometimes, yeah. Uh, a healthcare worker is basically providing support for the patients in the ward. Um, yeah, just giving them emotional and mental needs and just you know, observing them, checking them, making sure um, everything is okay because there's some patients that are like suicidal and um, stuff. So you just have to make sure on your watch and nothing goes wrong. And if anything goes wrong, you're actually on time. In terms of the support work, and be so similar, but um, just like you go to people's homes and like just help them with their day-to-day activities. Mainly, I work mainly with like the young people about my age. Um, most of them are younger, probably two years younger than I am. But um, just trying to put their life in shape, um, be like a mentor type of thing to them. Um, show them how to cook, how to clean. Wow. Um, how they could plan their lives and how they supported the money, ask them about their dreams, aspirations, help them with CV, apply for jobs for them. Basically, just like right. a mentor. Yeah. You are, that's, I think everyone listening needs to like put their hands together for you because that is amazing work. Like, you, <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine, um, like it's it's kind of difficult for me to add up like jail on cooking beats than going to like help other people. I mean, it's not like it's difficult to imagine. It's just it's just something I wouldn't expect. You wouldn't imagine it, bro. Like if YP tells me like he's into like this kind of thing, I would like I would run crazy. Like I, yeah. I, YP, YP, YP is fully focused on <laughs> But um, most of the time, you hear like producers, like maybe the people like did like engineering or like computer science and <laughs> stuff like that. I don't think I've met any producer like doing the kind of work you're doing. And I think that's really commendable, man. Big ups to you. You are doing important work for the society. And I think um, people need to put some respect on your name for that because <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's, I don't, I don't, especially for like 
mental health and like all these things you mentioned mm. and like taking care of people it, it's a lot it's a lot trust me like being available for people when you're also going through like your own stuff and like yeah. you just have to like combine all of that man big ups to you um Jilon yes, is man. husband material already that's amazing but how so how difficult or easy has it been like combining the two sides of your life bro it's hard as hell like <laughs> that one i'm not even like i'm not even going to carp or try and say some sweet things um it's hard really hoping this thing um this music thing um plays out uh real soon like we're really, really big it's obviously it's paying out but i mean like financially like when I could say, okay, um, I'm doing this, you know, full time, full time. And over the years, the style music has never done it full time. And to be able to achieve some of the things I've been able to do, not doing it full time, um, is something I should be proud of. Because um, I don't speak about it a lot of time. Um, the way people see me, they actually think I'm a full time producer. But, <laughs> um, yeah, they don't really understand a lot of the things I do and I literally don't have to say to everyone that I do this I do that yeah definitely so <laughs> so um, yeah it's, it's really it's really hard and that's why sometimes I have to do a lot of the stuff from work because I get pressured a lot uh, from people asking me for this and that and I don't like um, I just have to say oh I'm busy, you know, I haven't had time. And some people understand, some people don't. And it sometimes leads to maybe communication problems or the people just feel like I am, you know, ignoring them or not prioritizing them. So sometimes I'm like forced to have to do some stuff and work and just to just get some things off my chest, you know. When I have the time to, I, I do it. Or when I feel inspired, yeah, I do it as well. Man, I, uh, I, th- I think people never get to, especially like artists, I mean, no shit to anyone, but it's a general thing. Like, they always want like stuff like now, 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 but yeah, people need to realize like producers and like generally people in the music space, a lot of them like have other stuff they're doing yeah working on yeah so aside this i literally am a mechanical engineer i i do like design yeah you're a pilot isn't it so i just did that was an internship but i was like fixing like the choppers there that was like a few years back but right now like i'm a design engineer in my office amongst other things and that 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 is actually like one of the things that's taking up most of my time so I did a song, bro. I did a song with someone last year around October. I just completed it a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, and the person, it's it's a lady, and she had been, and that's just one out of the two songs we did. And I'm sure she has even given up on me at this point because, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because uh, bro, as, there, there, there are plenty of people that are giving up on me. Like, <laughs> bro, plenty you, of people. As you keep going, like higher you get like busier and there are like a lot yeah. more responsibilities like you have to cater for and i think sometimes people don't realize that but 
I think if we come to a point where everyone like cuts every other person some slack, it would just life would be a lot more easier for mm-hmm. both sides, honestly, because it's not easy out here, especially like for people that have like nine to fives, because you're trying yeah, to like. Bro, guess what? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm currently at work. <laughs> you're on the night shift, <laughs> yeah. bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. I hope you're not going to like. Um, be distracted or anything, or I'm not distracting you. No, 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 no. There's nothing. There's nothing I'm doing. Okay, okay. That's amazing. Okay, so as we wrap up, because bro, this has been a long conversation. I hope people are going to be able to. If you, if you have listened to this point, thank you. Because I don't know. Like, I, I've enjoyed speaking with Jalen, so I hope you guys enjoy it <laughs> as much as. Yeah, I feel. I feel the conversation will be nice. Yeah. Um, I'll try. I'll try my best. Just to get people to listen to it from my end as well. Thank you, so. thank you, thank you. But well, I know be celebrity like that, so bro, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speaking fuck. Uh, okay. I don't hear you. On on <laughs> on Master Boss group chats, you're a celeb. If you know, you know. So let's <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Master Boss stuff still rolling. Oh uh, yeah, I think it is. It not not I think it still is. I actually I'm still on there. And um, crazy. I, in fact, it's part of the ways. It's part of the reasons I kind of created this podcast because I can't yes. like I don't really talk too much there because of like work and stuff. But I kind of see questions people ask, and I just take like mental notes of stuff like that. And so I just mm-hmm. want to answer as many questions for people as possible because I mean you know the kind of people that are on there, people like they're aspiring to, and a lot of big yeah. people have come out from there. So there's like yeah, yeah. Larry, there's Brumer, there is Johnson, there's you, there's Veen. In fact, I met like a lot of people on there. So I think the biggest person there is Dara. Is who? Dara, Dara. Who's that? I don't know that. Dara, the boy, baby, your boy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Dara. Oh, was he there? I never met. I never saw his. Um... Yeah, Dara, Dara used to be there. I never knew that. <laughs> so you can imagine. Like, yeah. I think if it's properly structured, it can become like a very big collective. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's like, I feel like maybe people didn't really, I think it was, um, what's his name? Roman. It was one of the first people. Yeah, I, th- I think it was uh, Angela that started it. Angie Bay, I think. If I yeah, and they had, he was telling me the vision they had for it. I just feel like maybe too many people came in and they so like lost the vision for what they have. I think they could still carry on and it could really be a big producer community. Yeah, most, most definitely. So I, I have like a couple of questions I like to ask people like at the end of like towards the end of the podcast. So I'll just be like hitting you with them. So if you were not doing music mm-hmm. right now, what would you be doing? Let's assume you couldn't produce. Um, I think I'll still be doing my current stuff I'm doing right now. Probably more focused. And you seem to yeah. you seem to enjoy um your health thing. Yeah, I do, but um I prefer I prefer doing music more. Um never gonna lie. I do, but yeah, music, music is music is music is my life. Yeah, that's I mean same story for a lot of us. So, um, <laughs> in your spare time, like when you're not making music, when you're not at work, what are you doing? What do you do? Chilling with my guys. Um, 
Hmm. Um, well, that's your private life, so I don't want to talk about that. Let's just, <laughs> let's just pretend like <laughs> we didn't hear that. Yeah, it's, it's really private for you not to even know anything. You're always following me, so. Um, oh no, I purposely didn't say. It. Don't worry, I know. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> I, I respect that. Trust me. Yeah. Um, hello, my guys. Um, uh, in the summertime, I like going to the. I like going to parks. I like going to viewpoints. <laughs> Trust um, me. Are you one yeah. of those people like that? Like the water speaks to you, and you like get a melody from there or something. Um, they want to speak to me. Um, I mean, people. I just like, I just like, I just like taking, I just like taking in the movement. I don't really, I just stay there. And just not, nothing too deep. Stuff. Yeah, nothing too deep. All right. Um, I just stay there, see how the water is flowing, and then start to think. Start to think more about the water and then life, <laughs> and then yeah, everything around it. Don't really draw inspiration from it. I just enjoy the view and just appreciate what's around me. And I think, yeah, one of those few times I zone out as well, my girl. Um, yeah, my girls are creative as well. So we have a few um, conversations regarding creative. Nice. Um, Perfect but, combination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, really, I, really, <laughs> I really like hanging out with. Um, my friends uh playing FIFA. That was then back in the day when I work 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 is coming Bro, between I'm not, I'm not I'm not that good as I was and I don't really play much. But to be fair, even in my free time it still still like revolves around music or um, ideas I have and things like that. Yeah nice. So um who are like the top five artists you're currently listening to or what what, what are you listening to right now like generally ah uh, uh, on <laughs> ending list okay while you think about that um you said you want to do this for, or you could do this for like eternity but like how do you plan to stay yeah. relevant um do i have a plan uh, or what, sure what, what, what do you think makes you stand out? I think maybe that's a better way to... Um, I think I think when I... Yeah, when I finally hit the mark, I want to hit... I literally just keep doing one thing. Um, always try to evolve. Um, like, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that I know at some point I'll be out of touch then it would be like other people that, you know, need to come in and like I can't be the number yeah, one guy for forever. Sure. Um but I just need to be keep doing my thing and just also like bring bring the younger people on. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's a really good idea, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Bring like a lot of the younger producers on because um, I don't shy away from putting other people on. Please I'll put me on. I be big, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, send me stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, bro, for real, though. You know, I, I won't, I won't shy away from that. Like, remember the last stuff I sent to you for yeah. that was like Christmas. Once yeah. I just find someone that I think would sound good on that, definitely. Uh, yeah, if you see, if you send me like beats, I don't need to collab on it. 
I literally will send it to someone. I think. Ah, okay. It's the best for it. Yeah, because I do stuff like that. Um, for example, Euphoria, Euphoria by YP. Yeah. Be Ramani. Ramani sent the beat to me, and he. That song is hard. He said he had YP. He had YP, and I sent it to YP. End of like. I hear that song on the radio every morning. On, <laughs> but I kid you not, like it's it's doing numbers, especially on Cool FM. Because I listen to like yeah. a, a lot of radio. And I think um Chemi Smalls is someone that likes like a lot of stuff you guys are doing. Yeah, like, she loves like, YP. Yeah. So not even so her show is the night show, but she if like every single morning I hear that song. So like that song so is crazy. That song is crazy. So definitely I, I think I'll send you stuff. Um yeah. So yeah, just just put putting the younger generation on um this entrepreneur entrepreneur moves, I think that's gonna be to sustain in the top and also if Danjazi ever plays a blueprint, I'm definitely following it and I'll more to it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I think, I think and Charles, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Sure. Um so who do you think or who would you like to see on the podcast so bear in mind I mean I have nothing against artists I keep saying this but (laughs) (laughs) like I said this podcast is like focused on the people behind the music so talking producers engineers A&Rs I want to speak to some A&Rs but I I think nobody knows any A&Rs these days it's crazy Um, lawyers Um, distro guys I think you should speak to I'll give you a list of people you can reach out to Um, or if you reach out to them and nothing, let me know. Maybe I could help. Daisy um, May to the ANR or Columbia. Oh, nice. In the UK. Um, I don't know if you know about Wanu or Sequoia. Thank you to the ANR for 44DB. Okay. Thank you to the writer for Native Mag. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I didn't mention the bell. Yeah. Um... I'm going on to that new producers. I'll say I'm going to pull on my pop boys people. Uh, Tabani, Ramani, uh, BTG. BTG produced on uh, YP's project. The last project, yeah. for free. Um, Ramani produced Euphoria. Tabani produced uh, Target on YP's Euphoria tape. A lot of pop boys. The project is Yeah. Hard. We're on that. Um, who else? Play girl, baby. Hey, where is she right now? Yeah. She's, she's there. She's doing a 10, man. She's been... Moezy. Moezy is on my list already. Yeah. I love I love yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> that bro is like, he's executing doing. He's a genius. Bro, yeah. definitely want to reach out Moezy. to me soon. Um, go. I, I told Harry to help me beg Higo because I know Harry. Higo is yeah, a Higo, busy Higo, man. Higo is a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Higo, yeah. Um, you could try to reach out to Tells as well. Tells. Tells is a Grammy winner. No day my level. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just kidding. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tells. Um, those are the people I can tell. Sort of, I remember off the top of my head. Zoe. Johnson. Yeah, I'm already in talks with Johnson at like 44. Oh, I'm, I shouldn't say yeah. this, but I don't cast them. No, Allah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, like John Cena immediately saw like the whole promo thing. He hit me up straight up and he was like, 
I should reserve the slot for 44 DB. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> expect that. Definitely. Yeah. I think you should also bring Ilkis on the pod as well. Um, that's my icon. That's my goat. Ili. One of the producers. Yeah, Ili. Like, I respect him. Bro, I respect him so much. <laughs> he knows, he knows that he's like one of the very first producers that few producers I looked up to that gave me a full time. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's the OG. Shout out to you. OG from time, bro, from <laughs> high school, bro. Oh, really? Bro, Ilki has been doing it for time. Ilki is co-produced um, Sounds Me by David. Are you serious? Not a lot of people know. Ilki is produced Excellency by Ice Prince. Ilki is produced, I know you you go crazy if I say this. Ilki is produced Boom by Jesse Jack. No way. Um, How? My produced Boom by Jesse Jack. How old is he? I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if he has credits around for now. It sounds like something. Has he been in the game for that long? <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been very low key. Like he produced a lot. He produced a lot for Ice Cream post the BET era. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's crazy. I, I definitely he produced Ojukokoro by Niniola. Niniola. That's like way Spinal. back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he produced a Niniola's album that had the. Um, Margot Maradona. Yeah. Yuki yeah. well, is crazy. an OG, man. Like, OG. And it's still very so young. I, th- I think it's also something like producers need to, need to work on. I don't know, because, like, which day was that? Which is why I'm happy Apple Music is also doing, like, this behind the boards thing. So people know, yeah. like, the songs, like, you were involved in. Because, for example, if if you didn't, like, push the fact that you were on Easy's um, Ibimad, many people wouldn't have known. Because obviously no. KLP is like the bigger producer, which KLP is mean, like, yeah, exactly. And you, you did, why did you why did you even put your tag on? See, bro, <laughs> you are not even. Things, things, things I can't, I can't, I can't really discuss. Can't okay, okay, okay. I understand that. I understand, yeah. I understand. But definitely, I work on getting your keys um on pod. Definitely. So yeah, all right. Um. Quick, so I'm going to ask you like some quick rapid fire questions and just give me the first yeah. one that comes to your mind. So are you a melody or drum person first? Which one comes to you first? Um, either. I don't know. Yeah, either. I, I would have said you, I would have thought you say drums because you seem more like a drum person, but yeah. Uh, yeah, FL I think stu- so, but, but it depends. FL Studio Logic. <laughs> it's, it's the little no laugh brainer. at the beginning that <laughs> no brainer bro uh, headphones or monitors um, I'll say headphones <laughs> what is going on <laughs> okay <laughs> Are you are you like a MIDI keyboard person or you're like one of us, like the mouse clicking people? I'm both. I'm both. Uh, okay. But, but, but I like I like I like doing the MIDI. Sometimes I like making mistakes and then um I hear something different. But yes. when when I get stuck on the keyboard, I yes. just so it just click it straight away. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay. So um um for people that that caught the Instagram live, a few days ago you, you came on live and you played like some of the stuff you're working on. 
for your personal project, another personal project. So can you quickly run me through that? So uh, it's a album R&B centric uh, and I have a bunch of songs that are compiled for uh, I don't even want to break my heart now because I don't even know what the situation is because <laughs> I've lost some files Amen. and but I, just, I just want to say yeah because I could carry on with some of the stuff I have but now I'm just a detail more detailed about the sound and how everything comes out but we'll see how we can patch, patch it up together if not then because we're making some songs to be long because of some little details I did and just the feel of the song it's not just it's not going to feel exactly as we made it originally um, but yeah working on the R&B type of album kind of have a few sides to it um, there's not a lot of songs so we're going to do like 10 10 songs max um, yeah you also so, need yeah, to consider like um attention yeah. span these days because bro anything yeah. like i'm not i've seen not listen to Kanye west thunder up to this point because of the length <laughs> <laughs> yeah so attention span man so yeah just like two sides ten songs so that's probably gonna be like five five or whichever way i place it up but one side is gonna be like afro r&b the other side is gonna be like r&b r&b like take it back and say r&b r&b rap Definitely looking forward to that. Definitely. Yeah. I'll send you I'll send you the link as well. Uh, exclusive. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, so I saw I saw there was a period you were burying like J Lion, if if I remember clearly. I wasn't very J Lion, though. Oh, I, 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 because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I was going to like ask about that, like what's going on. But I mean, since I just, uh, since you just said it's a joke now, um, it's fine. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where can people find you on social media? Um, Twitter, Instagram. I think I'm more active on my Insta. But you can follow me on Twitter. Jalon Jalon underscore TGM, same as my Twitter Insta and on Snapchat I am underscore Jalon. I never use that one, but you could add me on <laughs> you can add me on there. I see messages though, so you can message me on there, but I never post I never post on my Snapchat. Yeah, that's calm, that's calm. Terror gang music turn up. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> man, bro, bro, that's yeah, like, bro. Uh, um, man, Jalen, thank you so much for doing this. It's I I I really enjoyed this um talk and like getting to see a different side to your guy we see on social media. It's been <laughs> what side? What side did you see? Man? I saw especially like like I've always wanted to know about your like health career and like that aspect but I know like doing it over text will not be like the most convenient for you then I also like wanted to know like the backstory because for people that don't know um you reached out to me when I dropped like my very first like say SoundCloud hits and that night I felt very important I can't even lie to you bro because from afar like I have like 
not even from afar. Like, I have a lot of respect for you and, like, for the stuff you do. So you hitting me up that day and, like, asking me to send you that stuff. And, like, since then, we've just been... Even there was a period we were always sending, like, stuff over email. And yeah. so it's just... It's, this is as, like... I don't know Should I say solidify, like, um, something that has been on, like, social media for, like, a long, maybe four or five years now? This has, like, kind of solidified it for me because one thing I aim to, to do with this podcast is also, like, build a connection with, with people that I'm speaking to. So um, I definitely appreciate the fact that you've been able to make, up, make out time to come here. Uh, even with, like, the whole hiccups like we had earlier. Yeah, thank you so much. This conversation, yeah. I, I, I'm i just yeah, scared at the length of this conversation, bro. Because at I, the length of the conversation, bro, is it? Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm going to upload it anyway. I don't to be fair, I didn't want it to stop. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Man, thank you so much. So, but I mean, I mean, people people can speed up, like, speed up the playback. Yeah, I mean, I listen to podcasts longer than this, so I don't know if I think people that generally like podcasts would find it very easy would to listen. Yeah, 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 listen, and um. You don't have to. I think I also try to put like timestamps for people that want to like get to certain areas and stuff like that, just so that they can enjoy it mm. as much as they can. Yeah, yeah. So everyone, check out Jalon's music, J A Y L O N, on every distro platform, Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Yeah. He has amazing stuff. I have I have a few posters out there from American guy because a lot. You, I, you know, a lot I, I was going to ask about that. There's a trippy red producer that also bears the same name, Jalen. I don't know if you know about like the same exact thing. I, I I wanted to talk about it, but I I just ignored it at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see what I could do. In the I think I think um, you should work on, on um, which is part of the things I spoke with the lawyer about. I think you should work on like trademarking your name in Nigeria and in the UK. Maybe in the US, I don't know, wherever yeah. your music is popping, that's what he advised, just so that you don't have any like issues later on, especially like when it comes to publishing, so they don't send your checks to him and things like that. I don't know how yeah. the intricacies work, but that, yeah, I think you should definitely work yeah. on that. I'm working on, I'm doing, I'm working on that, yeah. 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 All um, right, so if you made it this far in the pod, again, thank you so much. I did not take your listening for granted please leave um a great review if you enjoyed this if you're watching this on youtube yeah it's going to be on youtube if you're watching this on youtube like subscribe share do all of that good stuff follow us on social media um instagram is who made that song pod twitter is wmts pod um follow me on my personals also at david Rotini underscore everywhere instagram twitter I think, yeah. And um, there's also like a link in the bio on Instagram, in fact, on all social media pages. So if you have like any suggestions, if you have any questions for the guests also, which is something I'm trying to like implement, if you have any questions for the guests, um, leave a question, leave your questions there. I'll try as much as possible to get it across and get it answered, maybe on another episode or something. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you, Jilon, for your time. Need to let you get back yeah. to to work. Um, yeah, man, I can't wait for this to be out. To be honest, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. 
Um, see you guys on the next episode. We are signing out. Peace. Thanks.